This is the Halftime Report with Idaho Freedom Foundation President Wayne Hoffman, one of Idaho's most respected, influential public policy voices. Hi again. It's the middle of March, and Idaho's legislature still hasn't done anything meaningful to provide tax relief to GEM state residents. And now there's the possibility that waiting this long means the state won't be able to both collect the $1.8 billion due the state in the federal government's COVID relief package and cut taxes at the same time. That's crazy. It's because buried in the horrid $2 trillion print money until you can't see the sun anymore bill is a provision that says states are expressly prohibited from using the funds to directly or indirectly offset a reduction in net tax revenue from March 1st to the end of 2024. Basically, that means that the law the Congressional Democrats rushed through and President Biden has signed attempts to prevent states from both lowering their taxes and taking in money from the federal government simultaneously. Idaho is one of several states whose legislatures are meeting and discussing tax relief for their residents to attract businesses, return surpluses to their taxpayers, and encourage school choice. Idaho has a large budget surplus, and tax relief was in the works long before this COVID spending bill was put together. Now, there's a question about whether this provision, the one in this massive spending bill, is constitutional. It's long been understood that Congress can't use federal funds to coerce states to carry out its will, but this is a whole other level of attempted federal overreach that has never been put through a legal test before. If it stands and Idaho were to both accept the federal money and provide tax relief to its citizens, it's possible that the feds could demand the money back. There's a host of unanswered questions about all of this. Biden's Treasury Department is supposed to come up with some guidelines for how the law is supposed to be applied and executed. But you might predict that those guidelines will show little regard for any state that's inclined to cut taxes. There's a separate pool of federal money that's slotted to go to Idaho cities. Boise is in line to get about $35 million. Coeur d'Alene is supposed to get about $8.5 million. Idaho Falls, $10.6 million. But under the legislation, cuts could be provided to those residents. There does not appear to be a restriction on using that money for tax relief. But Idaho and other states now find themselves in a predicament. Taking the federal money could mean that the state is unable to alter its tax laws. Our tax laws will be commandeered by the federal government, not just for the next couple of years, the lifespan of the law, but forever because the federal government would have found a new, massively powerful tool to exert control over the states. This means that the next few months are critical for lawmakers. <laughs> months, maybe weeks, we don't know. It's really time now to defend the state's sovereignty, to protect the state's residents from sweeping edicts from Washington, D.C. For far too long, we've allowed ourselves to become less of a state and more or less an administrative unit of the federal government. Here is where the line in the sand must be drawn. The days and weeks ahead, maybe months, are critical for elected officials. We've got to stand up to Washington, D.C. Because if they don't, the very essence of our republic is at stake. It's time once again for our status of the week. Who wins the prize for believing that government 
that governs best is the one that governs a lot. <laughs> well, we have a whole list this time. It's the people whose names you see are in green. Why? Because they're the ones who voted in support of a bill to continue funding for Idaho public television, or as I like to call it, the government television. For as long as I can remember, people have questioned why is the government in the television business? And over the years, there have been multiple attempts to defund government television at the congressional level, but who really expects Congress to do anything about government television? I know I don't. The simple fact of the matter is the state of Idaho has a television system and the state legislature has the power of the purse when it comes to that television system's operations. As Representative Ron Nate of Rexburg pointed out during debate on Idaho Public Television's budget, there's not a law that requires the state operate a TV system. We just do it. Government should not be in the TV business, and especially in the 21st century, it's really unnecessary if it was ever necessary. By funding government television, our own government has its own news program and a reporter who covers the legislature and tweets on social media with her own lefty view of the world using public money to do so. That's not all. Our education policy analyst, Anna Miller, noted that Idaho Public Television has an entire channel just for kids. And on that channel, parents are told that babies are racist. Teachers are told to be look out on the lookout for microaggressions and that gender is subjective. This is on Idaho Public Television. To her credit, Representative Priscilla Giddings of Whitebird told her colleagues that voting down the budget for public television would not mean the end of public television necessarily. Instead, it would mean the legislature's budget committee could go back and do the work in writing another budget, maybe one that takes out all the state taxpayer support for IPTV. You do realize that we as taxpayers pay for programming, the ones that I just described, but by just one vote, by one vote, the House of Representatives voted to keep things the way they are because we like Big Bird and Clifford the Big Red Dog and we don't care how cartoons are being used to teach our kids lefty ideas. So take another look at the list of names in green because these people, every last one of them, they've won. They're our status of the week. Congratulations to the 34 people on this list. Who should be next week's statist or status of the week? Send me an email, wayne at idahofreedom.org and let me know. Until next time, thanks for watching. You've been listening to the Hoftime Report with Wayne Hoffman. Be sure to visit idahofreedom.org for Wayne's articles, IFF research, and show notes from today's episode. 